This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Untold Story podcast. I'm really thrilled today to be with country music star Granger Smith. Uh, who is announcing something that is very tough for his fans, and that is his farewell music tour. And he's also releasing his memoir called Like a River, which is the name of his young son, uh, who their family lost back in 2019. And the subtitle is Finding the Faith and Strength to Move Forward After Loss and Heartache. So Granger, welcome. It's great to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. So talk to me a little about, you know, everybody knows you on stage and I'm looking at, you know, like the fire shooting up and the sparklers and your just joy and ebulence performing on stage. Tell me what the process was um, to, to start turning away from that part of your life, which you've done massively successfully for decades. Yeah, I think it was a it was a slow process and kind of things things started happening to me after the loss of our son. And after I, I was really searching for hope and peace and found that through the Bible and found that in the word of God. And, but then as I started reading that more, I started seeing things that, that kind of contradicted with the way I was living. For instance, I was going up on the stage and I was seeking praise and, and seeking people to worship me and to love me and to cheer for me and to clap for me. And as you said, the, the smokes would yeah. go off and, the, you know, the, the lights and everything and I just saw that that was conflicting with, with what I needed to be for God. And I couldn't reconcile that. You know, and I've heard you say this, and I've sort of had conversations like this with people in my life as well. Um, yeah, but this is what you're meant to do. And you're giving mm. joy to all those people. And you're bringing them closer to God. You're also mm. um, a, a Baptist minister, I should point out. You know, so so that's why God put you here to to bring all that joy mm. to help people feel um, some presence of God, probably in part of that as well for them, right? Yes, and so that, so that that's the exact argument that I have struggled with internally for a few years now, and I, I look at it this way: it's it's almost like who are we to tell God how He gets His glory? And yet we're so quick to do it all the time. We're so quick to say. Oh yeah, God, I'm going to give you so much glory. I'm on a big stage. I have a lot of people following me, a big platform. They all come to my show. Watch this, God. I'm going to show you how much glory I'm going to give to your name. This is going to be amazing. You're going to love this, God. As if we could say something like that. As, as if we as humans get to declare how he gets his glory. Instead, the, 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 way, the way that he calls us to be is surrendered. You know, we need, we need to surrender our lives and say, God, I don't, I don't know what this looks like, so I'm surrendering it to you. I'm going to give my life to you, and then you can have with it what you want. Let me serve you the best way I can to give you glory, and if not, let me stay out of the way of it. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I understand. I understand that. And so I guess you're just going to kind of back off. And I know you say you want yourself to be smaller. And so you decrease, he increases, right? How, how did this transformation um, take action after the loss of your sweet, beautiful little boy? Yeah, I, I was searching for anything I could have, anything. Mm-hmm. I was reading every self-help book about loss. I was counting my calories and, and working out and, and diving into work and getting up early and reading nonfiction and going to therapy. And I was doing everything because mm-hmm. my life was completely falling apart in 2019. I was doing everything I could. And I started listening more and more to sermons on YouTube. And, and I always considered myself a Christian. I was, I've always said I was a Christian. And, and I realized that I was a cultural Christian. I was a nominal Christian that, that understood intellectually the gospel and the message of it. And, and I could say a few verses and I understood uh, what Jesus did on the cross. But then I realized nothing else in my life looked like I had a fruit of that at all. I was, I was an entrepreneur and I was all about me and I was seeking fame and I was seeking chart success. And I, I was, it was really all about the effort that I was putting in was, was the result I was getting back. And so I was a believer that the harder you work, you know, the harder you grind, the more you're going to get. And, and none of that was in a, in a posture of saying, God, this is yours. Everything I have is yours. And everything I get, I could give back to you. I, I will live my life with an open hand. That just wasn't the posture I was taking. And, and as I was reading the Bible, and more and more of that was revealed to me, as I, as I was reading, I was like, well, this doesn't sound like the way I live. This doesn't sound like the way I live. And I want to I make it clear, Martha, too, that this is not, I'm not saying this is what everyone else should do. I'm just saying it was showing me that I was, I was living a very contradictory life according to what the gospel said. So when we talk about what I was doing on stage and glorifying myself, that's nothing against any other singer because a lot of people might be able to do that successfully and live selflessly on the stage and perform selflessly for everyone's joy. That wasn't me. Mm. At the end of the day, I might've said that and I might've thought that and wanted to do that, but that was really, if it was a bad show, I was mad about it. If, mm. if not, if it wasn't a sold out venue and they weren't screaming then I was frustrated with them. Mm. And, and I, I could read my heart in that way and go, this isn't the right posture. So that was a slow process over a few years. The Untold Story continues right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So, you know, it, it was there a, a moment when this kind of clicked for you after the loss of your son and just you thought, this is my this is my turning point, or was it very was it was it slow? March first, twenty twenty. I was listening to a sermon on YouTube, like I had done so many times before, and the pastor was speaking out of the book of John, chapter fourteen, and he was he was reading, and he said, Jesus was talking to his disciples, and he said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. And then the pastor repeated. 
And he said, that's not unconditional love. That is profoundly conditional. And I knew in that moment, not, not as if I needed to earn it or work for it or try harder for God. It wasn't, it, it was, I'm loved and I don't even know his word. I'm not showing it in any way. So as a response to that, as a response for me being loved, I was doing nothing. And suddenly that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to go home and just scrap the devotionals and scrap all the, all the spiritual readings I was doing, just go straight to the Bible and start in Matthew chapter one, verse one, and just read his word and read all of it so that I wouldn't miss any of it. Cause how was I going to keep something that I didn't even know what it said? Yeah. And so suddenly that, that day and that minute started a new journey for me. You know, it, I, what, how about your wife? How does she feel about this big hmm. change in your life? You have three children, uh, three by, other children, right? Yes, yes. By God's grace, she's yes. been on the same path. It doesn't always happen that way, mm-hmm. I understand. But uh, yeah, he, yeah, graciously, she is on the same path as me and agrees. So what does life look like? When is your last tour? And what does life look like after that? Do you keep doing the podcast? You know, what stays mm-hmm. in this process? Yeah, so I, I walk off the stage August the 26th. And after that show, that's it mm-hmm. for, for music touring. Uh, I'm, I'm in seminary. I have the book coming out August 1st. So I, I imagine there'll be some kind of book tour, you know, and I'll, I'll fulfill whatever the publisher needs me to do. Because obviously a goal would be to get the book in as many hands as possible. Because it's the story that I've been telling you is, is a lot of that just kind of unpacked in the book itself. of mm-hmm. What I went through with my self-help craze mm-hmm. and what happened through my journey till now. And then I'm in seminary studying there and uh, I'll be pouring into the local church as much as I can so that I could be taught by people that have done it a lot longer than me. So I don't declare for the NFL draft too early mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yes, be keeping the podcast, uh, keeping the, the radio show. I host an overnight radio show for iHeart that's syndicated. Yep. So I will keep that too as well. And do you see yourself having your own church, your own ministry in the future? I love to say, and I love to think in terms of the future is no longer my business. Mm. I want to surrender that. And if, if I'm, if I'm living a surrendered life and, and focusing on the local church, then the pastors there could then help affirm me on my next steps. Mm-hmm. So that after a while, and I study and, and finish seminary and they go, Hey, I think you're going to, I think you need a church or not, but either mm-hmm. way, that, that helps me from being self-deceived. I've lived a life of, of that danger. And so having wise counsel around me allows me then yeah. to, they could affirm your, your question great. a little bit better. That's great. That. Um, you know, I, I'm Catholic, and I always think it's so interesting how priests, you know, they graduate from the seminary, and they might, they might think or even say, you know, I, I think I'd be great over here in this big church, you know? And, and the church says, actually, we kind of have something a little different in mind for you. You're going to, you know, this, this very tiny church in Harlem, and we'll let you know when we're, when we want you to move somewhere else. And, and they go, <laughs> right. okay, you know? Um, right. which, which I think is, uh, is surrender as you, as you, so beautifully point out. Um, Granger, thank you so much. It's great to talk to you. And I really, I, I, you know, I hope that, um, God blesses you in this future that you are surrendering to. And I hope we get a chance to talk again when your, when your book comes out and see how you're doing then. Okay. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing your platform like this as well. That means a lot. Oh, it's, it's my it's our pleasure. Um, thank you so much, Granger Smith. Great to talk to you. We'll talk soon. Take care. You too. Okay, thank you. You've been listening to The Untold Story with Martha McCallum. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Make sure to rate and review. For more podcasts, go to foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.